Hi there, I'm Sarah Zarella, a portrait and wedding photographer and your host for Wedding Secrets Unveiled. This is a podcast where we cut through the complexity of wedding planning, leaving you with everything you need to know direct from the industry experts. If you want to simplify your wedding planning while having fun, of course, you came to the right place. Join me while I guide you through your planning, starting from your engagement to your big day where you say, I do. After photographing for the past 18 years, I am sharing with you tips and tricks to cut through the excess noise because I believe from the moment you said yes, your planning experience should be a magical time in your life. Here you'll find episodes that are fun, stress-free, and straight to the point with a fresh, honest take about the reality of what you really need to know about planning your perfect day. Let's dive in. Welcome back to Wedding Secrets Unveiled podcast, friends. I am very excited for this week's episode. Then again, I always say I'm very excited, but I am. I'm really excited for this week's episode because for those of you who've been listening to us for a while, you probably caught our first episode with Baxter's Fine Jewelry. It was episode 19 on November 11th. We had Janina here as a guest, and we went over everything about diamonds. Diamonds, diamonds, diamonds was the entire episode. It was just all about thinking about diamonds, what to look for when you're purchasing a diamond. There was just so much information. But if you were listening to the episode, towards the end of it, we started to get into a little bit about lab-grown diamonds. And also, too, we started talking a little bit about bridal month, which is going on right now at Baxter's. So today, we have Janina back with us, and she's going to talk a little bit about lab-grown diamonds and what the difference is between lab-grown diamonds and genuine diamonds, and pros and cons and things to think about when looking at both for all of your jewelry needs, not just your ring. And we're also going to talk a little bit about, for the local listeners, Bridal Month and what's happening right now at Baxter's. So sit back, relax. And tune in to this week's episode with Baxter's Jewelry. And then afterwards, go back and listen to our first episode. And welcome back to Janina. Hi, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Janina, Janina last time you were here, it was November 11th. I know, believe it or not. <laughs> and it was episode 19 for our listeners. So if you wanted to catch the first episode after you guys are done listening to this episode, go back to episode 19 where we talk all about diamonds. Yes, gotta love diamonds. Exactly. <laughs> so that's why we have you back on today for all of our listeners because we promised you all and you all requested that she comes back on and talks a little bit about lab grown diamonds and then her special month that they're having at Baxter's for the month of March for bridal month. Yes, bridal month. Big event. Big event. But for those who did not catch your first episode, can you tell our listeners a bit, little bit about who you are, who you serve, and what you do in your business? Yeah, absolutely. So my name's Janina. My family owns Baxter's Fine Jewelry in Warwick, Rhode Island. We have been, I'm third generation, so my grandfather started the business. My dad owns it now. Um, Paul is my dad's name, and, you know, if you don't know me, you probably know him. And we serve anyone who walks through the door. So we're here to do bridal, fashion, watches, custom, repairs, anything like that. Um, and we have a great staff uh, to help you with all of those kinds of needs when you come in the door. And we also have a website. You can shop online, uh, Instagram, all that kind of stuff. So we're very full and able to serve uh, however you need us to. 
And then for our listeners, what we're going to do for this episode is we're going to talk a little bit about lab-grown diamonds. And then after our break, we are going to talk all about what's going on at Baxter's right now. And by the way, happy St. Patty's Day. Yes, happy St. Patty's Day. Well, let's just get right into it. So lab-grown diamonds. Mm -hmm. Tell us, what is this? Yes. Okay. So it's a very interesting concept, kind of new to the market, Um, but very confusing for consumers because they want to know, basically, is it real? And that is a big question that, honestly, industry experts are still weighing back and forth because technically, yes, it is real. It will test diamond. It will act like a diamond. um, And it looks like a diamond. So the only thing that makes it not a diamond is how it was grown. So a natural diamond is mined from the earth, takes millions of years to grow. It comes up through Kimberly pipes in the ground and it's, you know, a whole big process and it takes heavy machinery and years to build this giant mine and and get them out of the ground and crush the ore and do all that kind of stuff. A lab-grown diamond is grown in similar properties to what takes place under the ground when a natural stone is growing, but they mimic it in a lab and they grow it around like a crystal of a a natural stone or they grow it from nothing. There's a couple of different ways you can do it, but... um, For the most part, it just mimics that environment and grows you a diamond in a much shorter time span. They can also control conditions, making things different clarities. They can play with color. They have more control over that environment. Um, However, they're both made of carbon. They're both going to wear and tear the same. So in short, yes, it is a diamond. Um, Now, one question a lot of people have asked is, does it look the same? And yes, it does. If you put them side by side, even to a trained eye, you won't be able to easily pick up which one is lab grown and which one is genuine, um, which is confusing for consumers because now you want to be extra sure that you know what you're purchasing from anyone, uh, especially online and stuff like that. So when somebody asks you for a lab grown diamond, and you show them it side by side with a re- what's the term regular diamond? yeah genuine, yeah, genuine mind mine to the eye the untrained eye mm-hmm. you cannot see the difference correct okay yes got it i just made a three stone ring for someone with a lab grown in the center and her earrings genuine on the side and it would you would never know amazing well then why doesn't everybody just go out and get lab grown diamonds it's a good question so there is a huge incentive to buy lab grown diamonds because they look the same and they cost a lot less which we'll get into in a minute but um the rarity factor so something so special like a diamond that is going to symbolize your love and symbolize you know a, a special gift or whatever you might be purchasing it for um there's rarity to that. I mean, this stone took millions of years to grow in the ground. It's one of a kind. There's a limited supply in the earth. Like there's not just going to be an endless number of diamonds out there. Eventually the supply will run out. Um, It will be harder and harder to get them, which is already becoming harder now. So um, that rarity factor, that uniqueness, that uh, specialty of a natural mined diamond is why people still can appreciate that that place in the market. Lab growns, it depends on what you're looking for. So we always say when shoppers come in, you know, what's important to you in selecting your ring, your earrings, whatever it is. Um, a lab grown diamond will give you a bigger look for the same amount of money. However, long term, your value is very different. 
So a genuine diamond, if you go to trade it in later, you won't exactly get what you paid for it, but you'll get something for it, whether it depends on how you sell it. But um, you'll get something in trade-in value towards a larger one, towards cash, whatever you're looking for. Lab-grown diamonds do not hold their value. So another question we get asked a lot is, what's the price difference between lab-grown and genuine? Lab-growns in 2016 were about 15% less of genuine diamonds price-wise. Now, in 2022, they're 80% less. So they just don't hold their value at all. Because you can make as many as you want. So it's not like a rarity factor of a genuine stone where there's a controlled market and there's only so many and blah, blah, blah. It's I can grow as many as I want, however quickly I want, and put them out on the market. So the price has just been decreasing over the years, which is great for the consumer. But if you go to trade that stone in later on, you're not going to get anything for it because I can buy as many as I want whenever I want. So basically, how about, I mean, they obviously don't hold their value. You so, But how about when you go and purchase it now versus a genuine diamond? What are you seeing in the difference of values for price on the spot for the consumer? About 80% less. So if you go to just say, I don't know, a one carat diamond, right now... Go, Oh no! So okay, so I get it. So you're so not only does it not hold its value, but you're it's actually eighty percent less. It too. costs yeah, it costs mm. significantly less money than a genuine stone to purchase and to trade in is even less. Like that's not. That's even, what I was thought you were saying. Yeah. it was even less. But no. you're saying no. You're saying it actually doesn't even hold its value, let alone trading in. It's even less. That fifteen wow. to eighty percent price gap is when you're purchasing it new. Trade in. Think of trade in for lab grown as zero. Because Got it. it's you're not going to get anything if you go to trade it. And my dad always says, so I have a sister, and he says if, if he has two diamonds, one is genuine, one is lab grown, and you want to evenly split up the estate, whatever it is, if I get one and my sister gets one, mine is worth something. I'm assuming I get the genuine one here, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> mine is worth something. Hers is worth nothing. So if you want to keep them, yes, they look the same. They act the same. They look really nice. You'll never really know the difference. But if you're talking monetary value, cash value, lab-grown is worth nothing in the end. Lab-grown, um, genuine is worth something. Got it. And what you were talking about earlier that I misunderstood is that it's 80% less for retail. Right. Got it. So that's where it has its place. And that's where, it, honestly, it makes a lot of sense and it serves an excellent market for people. So I don't want anyone to think lab-growns are bad because they're not. They're just, it depends on what you want. Because some people want the biggest diamond they can get for the money right now. And that's totally fine. And lab-growns is a great way to do that. If you want a two-carat and you don't have have fifteen to twenty thousand dollars to spend, well then lab grown is the way to go. And you might be just say, I don't know, six to ten or something like that, depending right. on what you pick. Um and then But what about what about the difference? And I know you said that there's no difference looks wise. So like that's a great like you said, a great spot for the consumers. If you want something uh, carrot wise that you just can't afford, lab grown is the place for you, granted yeah. knowing that that's not going to hold the value. But what about um, out of curiosity, like cleaning, sparkle, does it hold sparkle more yes. than a regular diamond? Out not, of not more, the same. The same. So one mm-hmm. other popular thing people will use instead of diamonds is moissanite, which has uh, been popular on social media and things like that. Moissanites are not diamonds. They are uh, a version, you know, a imitation type of diamond um, that a lot of people have used in place of. They have a very rainbow effect to them, so they don't look the same, and they don't 
clean the same or wear the same. They definitely will get a little bit cloudier, uh, dirtier, quicker, things like that. And you can clean them just the same. But a lab-grown will act the same as a diamond. It has the same physical properties. So you won't have any difference between a diamond wearing on your finger and a lab-grown on your finger. Um, the only other thing I was going to mention is that when you're buying one right now, if you just say some people like the idea of upgrading as they go through life. So you start with a carrot, five years you get a one and a half, ten years, two, however you think about it. Lab-growns, you don't have that. Well, you do have that ability to do that, but with a genuine stone, with us and a lot of other jewelers, we'll give you what you paid for the diamond back towards an upgrade for genuine stones because they hold their value and things like that, and the price is pretty consistent for retail and things like that. Um, Lab-growns don't work like that because the price is so inconsistent over the last five years. We have no idea what the price of lab-growns are going to do because it's still relatively new to the market and there's so many of them. So if you want to upgrade your stone, you're basically going to be buying a brand new one if you try to trade in a lab-grown. Where a genuine, if you want to be able to upgrade and go like through that with life and have it be special like that, um, genuine is a better way to have that upgrade ability. But most of the time when someone's picking a lab grown, they're going for that bigger stone that's now more attainable because of the price. So upgrading isn't always as much of a factor, but it's definitely something to consider. And that's sort of where it has its place exactly. in the consumer world, is that if you're trying to get the best bang for your buck right yep. away without having, like you said, certain other um, you know, value to it. Yeah. Granted, like you said, there's there's always there's families that have their diamonds in their family forever exactly. or that, you know, it's been mine forever. Mm -hmm. and, but if you're just going for that, I guess, lack of better terms, quick fix. Yeah. So some people, when they talk about lab growns, will talk about ethics and they'll say that ethically they think it's a better option. But Really, if we look at them, mines are so complicated, the mines that they have to have in just, say, a place like Africa. My dad and I got to go visit a mine, and they have so many regulations and protocols around a mine. It's not like it used to be. Like, you can't just go and dig a mine. You have to have a closure plan. You have to have a... De um, a reforestation plan, where are the animals going to go that you're kicking out of their habitat, things like that. They have plans for all of this. They relocate, they replant, they refer, like it, they don't just destroy and leave. They're not allowed to do that. Um, lab grown, like these power plants and things like that, um, they have a lot of... Uh, for the environment. Yeah, the envir plants. exactly. Environmental concerns. So it's really neither is better or worse than the other. They're just different. So... And that's the same thing with the finished product. Neither is better or worse, but they're just different. I got a question for you. The other day when I was in your shop, because, you know, I, I go in, I browse, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I did see lab-grown diamonds in the case um, that were colors, you know. Did, yeah. So can you tell the difference with that? Because I personally felt that they were shinier. And yes. they, they were, like, deeper in color. I'm not talking about, like, the regular diamonds. I'm talking right. about, like, emeralds or rubies or right. stuff, you know. So those we've actually had in our showcase for a while. It's called Chatham Gems. So they have been kind of the leader in um, lab-grown color. So rubies, emeralds, sapphires, things like that have been around actually longer than diamonds in the lab-grown specter of things. Um, and yes, those I would say you can tell a difference, but not for the reasons quite that you think. So most of the time, people buy color because of the color, not the fact it's an emerald because they like green, you know. 
So the emeralds that we have, those sapphires, the rubies that are genuine, have this big spectrum of quality. So you can get one that's a little more pink, a little more red, a little more green, a little more blue, things like that. But the lab-grown color is very consistent. So everything looks like the best quality color that you can find naturally, which is obviously very rare and very hard to come by. So having that, they look a lot different from the genuines that you might see in store. But if you got an emerald that was of a similar quality natural, they would look very similar. Um, but basically, it's giving you the best color possible for um, a better price. Makes total sense. Yes. So before we cut for our break and then come back and talk about bridal month at Baxter's, is there anything else for the listeners that you want them to know about lab-grown diamonds? Yeah, so I would just say that if you're confused about lab-growns, go to a jeweler that you trust. We are more than happy to help you navigate that world of uh, consumer confusion that is online. And I would say that if you want a bigger stone and that budget is not there, which is completely fine, lab-growns have a great purpose. Diamond studs, fashion jewelry, tennis bracelets, like they're more than just engagement rings. And they definitely have a great place in the market. Like I would happily wear lab-grown diamond studs because I want bigger diamonds than my budget is allowing for, you know? So, right. um, they, And what we talked about exactly. right before the show is that you are going to search out some lab-grown for your studs. At oh, least. yeah, exactly. Yes. So, and we'll have that kind of thing in store we can get it on call like um there's a there is a special place for lab growns it's just that everyone is still figuring out where that is right so i would say that don't be afraid of lab growns come in and ask about them compare them to the genuine see for yourself um but overall they are good if you use them for what they're for and what we'll do for all of you who are listening i will have the show notes and also Baxter's contact information and, and then your contact information and yeah. let them just come right in and talk to you all. And then, again, for all those listeners, before we take the break, after you're done listening to this podcast, definitely go catch our first one. Yes. That was episode 19 on November 11th. So with that said, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back and talk about Bridal Month. Can't wait. I appreciate you being here. And hey, if you like what you're hearing, I encourage you to check out our website at sarahzarella.com. And don't forget, you can actually subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening so you never miss an episode. And I would so appreciate if you left a fabulous review on Apple Podcasts. Even better, share it with a friend. It's a great way to show your support. And now let's get back to the episode. All right. Well, welcome back. And Janina, we are excited to kind of get into Bridal Month. Yes. So we're halfway through. And for our listeners who are local, um, go down to Baxter's and check out what we're about to explain to you that's happening right now as we speak. So tell us a little bit about what Bridal Month is. So Bridal Month we started doing um, a few years back. And basically it is a month, basically it's like wedding band month, but we call it Bridal Month because we'll do, you know, whatever you're there for. But essentially it's kind of centered around wedding bands. So for couples who are newly engaged or maybe about to get married or things like that, if you need wedding bands, um, the entire month we have a promotion going on for um, special orders, custom, in stock, whatever it is that you need for bands, we can get you and get you a good price for. 
So what type of deals are we seeing this month? So um, the entire month is 10% off all wedding bands and then 15% off all custom bands. So, and 10% too, like it's a true 10% off. We don't mark prices up to come down a lot. Like it's the prices are the same as they would be normally, but we're giving you a genuine 10% off of that. And it's the entire month long. So it's not just like one weekend, it's, it's all March. Perfect. And then for custom, it's about 15%. 15%. That's right. Yep. And then you said something about to me when we were talking about bridal month, you told me a little bit about trunk shows. So let the listeners know about that. So each week of March, um, we have a different vendor who brings in their entire line of jewelry. So um, we had a couple in the beginning month of March, and now we have a few more to end March. So it's brands like A. Jaffe to Corey. Dora is men's bands. Um, and memoir, which are all basically our fan favorites in in the store. And then custom is always around too, but these brands will bring in additional bands we don't usually have in store. So if there's something specific you're looking for, we can get it in. We might have it that we don't, we don't normally carry in stock, um, things like that. And it's just an, an extra huge selection to choose from. So for all the listeners that are out there that are thinking about getting wedding bands or even for the people who aren't engaged yet, Mm -hmm. this is the month to kind of head down. Yeah, because not only do we have all those extra bands, but it's also the best pricing all year and all the other things of of bridal month. So like all the raffles and we have, um, well, the raffles are the part people like the most usually. I was going to say, tell us a little bit about these raffles. So we have, I would say most wedding vendors um, as a raffle, like hair and makeup, um, food, dresses, tuxedos. So it sounds like to me you have other vendors there right now. Yeah, yeah. We partner with a lot of local vendors around Rhode Island, um, places that I'm sure that you guys have already heard of, but um, they're really great at supporting small business and we want to support them back. So basically it gives them great exposure to show everyone like, hey, if you haven't thought about a dress yet, if it's too early for that, if you haven't thought about a tux or, oh, you forgot about bridesmaids gifts, like these are all places that you can shop and support local businesses in Rhode Island that we've partnered with and we know well um, that they carry the similar kind of service and quality that we do. So right now at Baxter's, not only are you getting discounts on the bridal bands and engagement rings, but you also have selected small business vendors there, right there in your shop. Yeah. So it's um, the... Like, we have different raffles set up. You'll win different prizes. Um, You enter them, and we'll draw those on March 31st via Instagram and Facebook Live. So you don't have to be in store to win, but you come enter your name, your spouse's name, and we'll pick winners um, live at the end of the month. And I've been to your bridal month before. You have other fun stuff. You have food, and you have photos happening, and you have surprise gift purchases so let our listeners know all about that yeah so this year we actually have a candy bar which is really fun Um, a lot of people have been doing those for their weddings and things like that but it's just something a little bit different that you can do because obviously there's a lot of people who come in for the month so if you're waiting around um, for one of our associates to help you there's a lot to do in the meantime Um, we have an awesome photo wall and this year we actually have a gift with purchase that is kind of a surprise so you have to come in and see what that is Um, you'll see it on our social media too I'm sure if you follow us but um that is new this year gift with purchase so while supplies last come in and get that and does anybody need an appointment for this no you can come in anytime during the entire month so we are closed on sundays and mondays but tuesday through saturday you can come right in and we'll be more than happy to help you 
All right. Well, Janina, what I'll do is I will put our show notes for the listeners right on our blog at sarazarella.com. And for our listeners, you can go check it out. Go down to Baxter's if you're local. And if you're not local, start thinking about your diamonds. So with that said, for our wrap-up question, what are some key points that couples should be considering before deciding if they want lab-grown diamonds versus genuine diamonds? Okay, great question. So uh, size and budget is definitely the first thing. Then I would say value of the stone and what they look like versus each other. So size and budget is something to talk about with uh, your spouse because it's different for everyone. What you want in your engagement ring, the size that you're comfortable with, um, is different from person to person. So figuring out where your budget lies might even answer that question of lab-grown versus genuine for you without having to do too much debating back and forth. Um, Long-term value is something to consider. So for some people, they want to be able to upgrade every couple of years or they want to keep the stone in the family and have that uh, long-term value associated with the stone. Lab-growns aren't quite going to hold their value the same way. Obviously, if you want to pass it down to someone and the the look is what you're more concerned with, then yes, lab-growns will serve that purpose very well. But if you're looking for uh, an investment type of stone, genuine is probably the way to go. Now, what they look like versus each other is something you should see for yourself because, you know, believing is seeing, right? So if you want to come in, we definitely can get lab-growns for you. Um, We might even have one in stock depending on when you come in. And look at them side by side and then decide for yourself because the difference is very small. You won't really see a difference with your eye. They are inscribed on the girdle, which is like the outer edge of the diamond. And that's how we identify the stones and tell the difference and how you can know what you're purchasing is what you say that you're purchasing. Um, So that inscription is the main differentiating factor between the two. But side by side, come and see there's really not a big difference between the two. Amazing. So for our listeners, the three points to consider is size and budget, value, and then have them just physically go down and look at it, the diamonds themselves. Yeah. Amazing. Well, I want to thank you so much for joining me again on this week's episode of Wedding Secrets Unveiled. You helped all of our listeners become one step closer to their journey of stress-free wedding planning. Can you tell everybody where they can find you? Yes, so you can find us at 200 Jefferson Boulevard in Warwick, Rhode Island, online at baxtersjewelry.com or on social media. Awesome. And then also, too, for our listeners, again, if you're local, go down to Baxter's for Bridal Month. And if you are not local, tune into our first episode that launched on episode 19 on November 11th. And then I will also have all of Baxter's information on our episode show notes, which you can find on our blog, which is at sarazarella.com backslash podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Well, thanks for coming again. Yes. More diamonds, the better, right? Diamonds, diamonds, diamonds. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Thank you for listening to Wedding Secrets Unveiled. I appreciate you being here. And hey, if you enjoyed this episode, I want to tell you something. I encourage you to check out our website at sarahzarella.com. We love photographing while having fun, of course. Check out our podcast page on our website for our show notes, along with upcoming episodes with your local wedding experts. Listen in as we help you plan your epic event. And don't forget that you can actually subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening so you never miss an episode. I would so appreciate if you left a review for us on Apple Podcasts. Even better, share it with a friend. It's a great way to show your support and let us know what you think. If you know any wedding experts that would like to be a guest, 
we have a link directly on our website where they can let us know. Thank you for listening.